Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Barpath Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we're doing a Q&A podcast. Yeah, so for these, we usually answer three questions. That's the format for now. Um, so yeah, if you, ha- if you have any questions to ask us, reach out to us on the social meds. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, TikTok, maybe Facebook, Stronger Than a Boyfriend group. That's where we're the most active. So yeah, let's get into it. What's the first question? All right. Question number one. Do I have to sweat when I am lifting weights to know that the workout is actually working? Yeah, I picked this question because it frustrates the ever-living fuck out of me. <laughs> um, no. Uh, short answer is no. Sweat is literally your body's way of cooling itself down. It has nothing to do with whether or not your workout is good. or So uh, let's... I just don't know why people need these mechanistic feedback loops like from bodily functions to believe that they're having a, a good workout, right? Like sweating, soreness, feeling feeling the burn, etc. Like if your programming is on point and your main focus is strength training, you just got to trust the damn process. Like you're going to be lifting, you're going to be resting in between sets, you're not going to sweat as much, right? And that also depends on the environment that you're in. Are you working? Are you strength training in 95 degree weather with 100% humidity? You're probably going to sweat more, even if you are doing a strength training workout where you don't sweat as as much or if you don't really sweat at all. Like me, I would probably sweat in that workout, right? Like I barely sweat when I, when I do my training and I'm pretty damn strong. I have a good amount of muscle and I'm at a healthy body fat percentage. So I guess you could say I got there without sweating. So (laughs) the sore spot for you though, you want to sweat, don't you? Well, yeah, I I like to sweat because I, and I don't actually here. Okay. Let me take a step back. I like sweating in, in that, like, I think it's good for you. I think it helps to to release some toxins. I don't know all the, the, the info on that. There's, there's some controversy. Like people say it does really, you know, uh, get out some toxins from your body. But also, I feel like you told me that that was bullshit. So I don't know, maybe I'll have to, you know, read into the research a little bit more. But also, like, what's the point of saunas? Like, if you're going to force yourself to sweat, then I don't know the point of them. And there's a lot of amazing benefits to saunas because you go there and you sweat out some shit, right? So um, that's when I like it. I don't equate my workout, though, to like, oh, I sweat a lot. That means I had such a good workout. Like, no, that's not the case here. Meanwhile, I'm just the sweatiest person ever. So yeah, it's just interesting. It's yeah. Funny and you, some like, people sweat who, and I sweat all the time. Yeah. But some people who sweat all the time are like, oh my God, I wish I didn't sweat as much. Right. I just feel like you always want what you can't have. So, um, and like, it's not people's faults. Like the fitness industry has conditioned, you know, these certain, you know, again, like me- mechanistic feedback loops into our brains. Like, the time that you're going to sweat the most during exercise is during cardiovascular exercise or activity because your heart rate is continuously elevated and your body temperature is rising. So your body is just going to produce sweat so that you cool down so you don't overheat. That's literally why we sweat, you guys. So it's, I don't know, it doesn't mean you had a good strength training workout. Like, I don't know. People just need to learn to let go, I feel like, and trust the process. So so no pain, no gain doesn't, that's not true? Guess not. <laughs> no, everyone, like, get the fuck over that. All but. right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Question two. Okay. What is your list of high protein foods when you go to the grocery store? Okay. So we've talked to, or we talked about this um, ad nauseum, I feel like in lots of previous podcasts, but our main things right now, I guess, are Greek yogurt. We eat a lot of Greek Greek yogurt in this house. Um, It has a very good um, high protein count. So that's great. Um, And it's one of the cheaper protein sources out there. Um, Shit is getting real expensive right now. Um, So Greek yogurt is fairly um, decently priced. 
eggs are definitely a staple although eggs are getting really pricey right now but um so i would say they're yeah the good especially the good ones we like um vital farms eggs no affiliation there they just um they're a good source uh for eggs um they they, taste good and they taste amazing like their yolks are actually Mm -hmm. like orange versus the hard gross yellow looking ones that you know conventional eggs look like so but anywho um we get meat so we we don't buy our meat from the grocery store we get our meat from butcher box um and again this is we don't have an affiliation with them we just like their company and that's where we buy our meat from um but essentially we just order our meat online so I pick out the cuts of meat that we like and then we get it ordered to the house and we freeze the rest of it so um but you know uh, i don't know if you don't have a delivery service for that i guess get that at the grocery store and um yeah times are tough find the find the cheaper meat cuts right now i guess but um literally dairy and meat products are the best sources of protein um yeah i don't know i like the pre-cooked hard-boiled eggs because i like the convenience of them yeah i think they taste like shit but she values the convenience i like to just grab my eggs and go yeah okay i shouldn't say they taste like shit it's just compared to like a boiled egg that you do yourself they just don't taste as good and i don't know if it's because they've just been like sitting there in the package for a long time but i don't know it just does not taste the same as doing it yourself so but yeah well and also i like we have one of those little eggy cutters I, I bet i can find it on amazon and post eggy it cutters. In, the, in the notes but there's like a it's like chippies cutter. it's like egg <laughs> chippies eggies like, snackies yeah. <laughs> well like okay so if you're like cooking a salad or cooking a salad what, who cooks what? a salad yeah you can cook it <laughs> okay whatever. if you're making a salad or you're making something and you want to put like eggs on top it's just like this little hard-boiled egg slicer i'm yeah. trying to make motions with my hands but you can't see them but it's really cool i like that so that helps and then i throw like some bagel seasoning on there and then have a little bit of like celery with cream cheese and it's delicious yeah yeah um so yeah i mean like if you do eat animal products meat is going to be your best bet um yogurt and other like cottage cheese other dairy products if you can handle it if your digestion can handle it definitely eat some dairy it's not bad for you it's not going to kill you like the fitness industry likes to tell you um and eggs again eggs Unless are you amazing have a dairy intolerance well that, yeah that's what i just oh, okay. said like if you can part, digest sorry. it well yes. um if you don't have an intolerance yes um definitely eat some dairy but i guess like what are maybe we should give some like plant-based options for the plant-based people out there um yeah i mean we have um a resource on this somewhere yeah we do but um if you are going shopping like i don't know the plant-based options if you are a vegan and or vegetarian and you do eat eggs i think you should eat as many of them as possible um because it's a very good quality protein source um and it's just a good quality food in general um and you know here's the thing with that you know chickens are going to produce eggs no matter what so you're not harming the the animal so anywho that's a story for another day but um but otherwise like if you can handle if you can tolerate beans if your digestion can handle it definitely get some beans um um, like beans and rice are kind of like a good mix quinoa is a good a good source of or i wouldn't i don't want to say good because it's not actually a a really high protein source but it for a grain it definitely it has um, all the essential amino acids um it doesn't have a ton of protein but it's a good carb source to add into your meal because you're probably not getting enough of that protein if you are you know uh, if you if you are plant-based so it's or i should say it's a little bit harder for you to get protein so um, quinoa is just like a good addition for your actual carb on the plate so yeah and some like add things that you could add you know to salads or snacks or whatever like hemp seeds chia seeds 
flax seeds, things like that. Yeah. Um, those those have pumpkin seeds too, right? Those have protein. Yeah, pumpkin them, yeah. seeds are, are pretty decent. So you can get a little extra protein with those, but yeah, again, it's, it's hard without eating the, the meat or the dairy. Yeah. Um, I guess like ugh, tofu, I would be careful with eating so much soy. Um, mm. But yeah, a little bit of tofu is good. Um, like Heather said, you could throw them in salads and uh, I guess you can, can you like saute tofu? Is that what you do with it? I, I actually so, yeah. don't know how it works. Yeah, you have to like dry it, pat oh. dry, and then you can, you can do all kinds of stuff with it. Cool. Okay. So yeah, tofu. Um, and then you might need to just do some more planning and, and buy some protein powder. We have a, another Q and A on the protein powders we like, including a plant-based option, but, um, you know, I, I don't be careful with the, the sources and a lot of pr- plant-based protein powders suck ass as far as taste. So <laughs> <laughs> shout out so to true. Organifi. We love them for the plant-based one. They're, they're awesome. They're, they taste actually awesome. Their, their protein powder does. So, um, but one thing I also want to note, um, if you are grocery shopping and you're kind of in like the, the, you know, more like the packaged food aisles, be wary if you see something that says high in protein and it's not a whole food, like it's more of like a package processed food um, because it's usually not and it's just good marketing to get you to buy their products, right? So again, your best bet is to always stick with whole food protein sources, but um, a good rule of thumb, if you are going to buy a packaged uh, product, like a high protein or whatever they claim is high protein for them, um, packaged food product, take a look at the label and make sure that the protein percentage is at least 15 to 20% of the total calories. Okay. So you might have to do a little bit of math and it might take you a little bit longer, but it's definitely worth it because you don't want to be suckered into their marketing and pay extra for this quote unquote high protein thing. That's usually not like I've seen like Cheerios or something nowadays where they're like high protein Cheerios. And there's like (laughs) eight grams of protein in it versus the one to two that it had and it's you know regular version cereal so uh, yeah it looks like i'm doing a little digging of course food products containing a minimum protein content of 12 percent of the energy value can say can carry a source of protein claim on their packaging and then products with a protein content of 20 percent or higher can use the term high protein okay so uh, yeah i guess then high protein is a little bit safer because I would say like minimum 20% of the the total energy within the actual food uh, should be from protein. So yeah, like, I don't know if it says like filled with protein and it's like eight grams, it's not a high protein source. So just yeah. be very wary about that. Even like the protein, the protein bars, the, the these companies that are like in the health and fitness space and they claim that their shit is high in protein. And when you actually do the math, it's not. So I would just do your due diligence and do the math before you waste your money on it. So I shouldn't say waste, but spend your money on it. Spend wisely. So, okay. Question number three, how do you motivate yourself to maintain consistency in the gym? Okay. This is a great question. Um, first and foremost, you have to figure out how to make your strength training a daily habit, um, and make that a priority over your aesthetic goals, right? You can still have aesthetic goals, but if you can't, you need to be able to connect your training to how it makes you feel physically and mentally over what it can help you look like. Because I promise you, you will continue to show up every single day if you do that, right? If you're just so focused on the end, like aesthetic goal, you're going to get really discouraged along the way because every single day, you're not going to see these changes. It's the overtime, um, you know, the the bigger picture here, like zooming out, seeing the bigger picture is where you're going to actually see those big changes aesthetically, right? And I know that's the main reason why people get into working out because they want to look good, right? But that's just so subjective. And what does that even mean? So just sticking to a program and 
making it a, a habit, a daily habit, maybe not like every single day, right? But, you know, a weekly habit where you're hitting all your workouts in the week and connecting it to how you're feeling right after that, that, that happen, you know, you do your training session, you are really going to show up a lot more in, in, and also like show up more during harder times in your life, right? So like you won't fall off if something happens or if you go on vacation and, and, you know, X happens in life or you're super stressed, you'll actually use your strength training and your workouts to help you through those things. So you will never not be consistent because you're connecting to how it makes you feel mentally and physically. So yeah, that's my, I think the other thing, um, as far as training is, is, um, training for skill. Yeah. So if you're working toward a skill, um, which we do have a a blog on kind of skill-based fitness and and how that works and the benefits of that. But if you're working toward a skill, you, you're going to show up, right? Because you're not going to get better at it unless you work at it. So that's kind of what I treat like pretty much everything I'm doing. Like, okay, next week I'm going to do better. And that doesn't mean more weight always. Um, and you can go back and listen to our podcast on how to measure progress. If you want to find more ways to identify, are you getting better at this skill? Yeah. Uh, even if the load on the bar isn't increasing. And our progressive overload podcast, because yes. we talk about many different ways on how to actually yes. progressively overload without just adding weight to the bar or dumbbell or whatever. So right. I have a lot of podcasts to link in this. Yeah, episode. I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, it's in the thing with like the aesthetic goals, whether it's I want to lose body fat or I want to build muscle like yeah you can go in and do the workout for the day but you didn't build muscle in that hour in the gym right or you didn't lose body fat within that hour in the gym right that's just that's what happens over time and a lot of that has to do with your nutrition anyways I mean obviously your programming has to be on point but it's like okay if you're so discouraged if you're waiting for this you know aesthetic thing to happen every day or every week you're going to be very disappointed and it's going to really discourage you from um you know to continue to show up to your workout so yeah i like the 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 working towards a skill because even if you don't accomplish like you're not going to accomplish said skill within you know the first day that you start training it but there is going to be that day where you can kick up and hold the handstand. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> like I worked so hard for it and I, I did like progressively see the progress, but it was literally one day where I kicked up and then I held the handstand for like 10 seconds and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and you can kind of feel the progress happening as you're doing it. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a little bit more, you know, you have more of that objective feedback as you're progressing the skill and you can accomplish some really cool goals within a, a speci- one within one workout if you are keeping the focus centered around that skill. So, yeah, yeah. I'm that person in the gym that records a bunch of sets. And so everyone should I'm looking. Yeah, I'm like I'm looking at my set after I do it and I'm like, OK, and then I, you know, record the next set and I'm trying to make the last set look prettier than the first set really is yeah. kind of my goal. Um, and that makes me feel pretty good. So. Yeah. And like when we talk about skills, like we're not saying you have to like learn how to do a handstand. It could literally no, no. just be like yeah. perfecting like squat. your squat. Yeah. yeah. Like a squat is a skill to to um, master, um, especially like when you're loading it, like you don't want to you really don't want to fuck up your form when you're loading a heavy barbell squat, right? So like going in there with a mindset of I'm going to perfect this technique by any means possible today, that's a huge win for that day of training. And that you'll you'll walk out of that session feeling super accomplished, right? Versus like, oh my God, I didn't lose the pound of body fat that I wanted today. And it's like, well, it's not going to happen. That's not right. how it works. Like, and again, I don't want to shit on the aesthetic goals because we all have them. We all want to look good, but that is like, okay, as long as you're trusting the process and, 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 having some sort of progressive overload within your strength training and you're making that the foundational um, kind of like uh, the foundation of your your workouts in general and your diet is on point and you know with whatever goal you're trying to achieve then you will see those aesthetic goals but that's over time it's not 
every single day, every single week that's going to keep you showing up. So, right. So if you're looking to stay motivated, don't set an aesthetic goal as your main priority. Well, I mean, (laughs) look at, look at January coming up. Like people set these aesthetic goals because one, they feel bad for how much they ate over since Halloween or from Halloween to to Christmas. Right. So now they feel like shit about themselves and now they want to go punish themselves because they hate the way they look. And what happens? Everyone falls off by mid-March. Like we we've both worked in gyms for over 10 years now and we see the same consistent cycle every single year. So, and that's because people set these aesthetic goals, but the people who like constantly show up and that that are always there at any time of the year like those people I feel like you know the people that we've talked to like yeah maybe they like they want to look good like everyone who works out wants to look good but it's not like that is not the main reason why they're going to the gym they're going there because they like the way it makes them feel maybe they're they like the way that it starts their day or ends their day or whatever so yeah it's just you have to learn to to connect to those things versus the aesthetic goals so yeah all right Cool. That's it. Awesome. As we said in the beginning, if you have questions that you want us to answer on the podcast, we will answer them. So you can reach us at any of the places that Katie mentioned at the beginning of this episode. And yeah, we'll see you next time. No matter how crazy, ask them away. Ask them away. Peace out. Peace out.